out there and welcome to the Hi, conversation. Everybody. Hey, I'm Todd Brown. This is Rick Coop. Uh, and every week we get together and we have a conversation about our faith, about our religion, about how we interact with the world uh, as Christian people. Uh, and we invite you to come along for that conversation. Um, today we're talking about denominations. Um, and is that is that God's plan or is that man's yeah. plan? Just uh, where do they come from? What's this whole thing about? Which one do you go to? No, we're not going to say which one to go to. <laughs> right. <laughs> Although ours is the only one that's right. <laughs> well, there are those that believe that. Yeah, that's for sure. For sure. So um, just the whole idea of what is a denomination and why is this, was this something man came up with, God came up with? What's what's the idea? I, I have to, before we actually get started, and to let you in on a little something that happened before we started videoing, um, Todd and I were talking about, this is why I was laughing when he was talking about denominations in the beginning. We were talking about denominations. Yeah. <laughs> and so when he said it, I thought, I wonder if he's going to make it through. And he did. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But I can't. Because <laughs> when you we said must it, say it. Denominations. Yeah. So, yes. So, when we let's, I mean, something to jump out with is yeah. if we think about, and it reminds just the only reason I say this is because it reminds me of a comment that got made by uh, N.T. Wright, a great, okay. a great author, um, theologian, talking about the Apostle Paul, mm -hmm. and he's talking about people thinking about the Apostle Paul converting to a new denomination when he went, or a new religion when he went from being a Jew. Oh to being a Christian and like that was different things yeah um, and he says no no nobody during that time would have thought that including Paul Paul would have been appalled sure <laughs> that you brought up that he changed religions because if we talk about what's the original denomination yeah. if you will what is yeah. the original religion it's it's Judaism right mm -hmm. so but even that has progressed 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 from sure from communing with God in the garden to where we are today. Um, N.T. Wright's proposal is that Paul would not have thought of himself I don't as think converting. So no. He would have thought of himself as finding the Messiah, which yeah. they were all looking for anyway, mm -hmm. having been convicted by the Messiah sure. in that moment, and then following him... Um, in fact, he tried very hard to still get along with his Jewish brethren and to help them know he wasn't trying to divert them or he wasn't trying to remove them. He was trying to progress them uh, in their thing. So when we think about denominations, yeah. I think we have to start with the original denomination, which is the Jewish faith, because mm -hmm. they might look at us and go, well, you're just a weird denomination. Um, you're an an odd offshoot. I, I think that's a, a great way to start this. And I agree. I don't think Paul saw it as leaving Judaism. I think he saw it, at, like you said, as a natural progression. Uh, we've been waiting for the Messiah. We've been looking for the Messiah. The Messiah is here. Um, and so he just went on with that. I don't I, Yeah, I... I can't imagine if Paul was here with us right now and we will. Well, Paul, what was it like for you to convert to Christianity? What? <laughs> what are you, you talking know, about? No, I don't think so. Yeah. So, uh, so let me ask you this. Is our denominations just a natural progression? Progression. Yeah. From... And, and I, I can't a say natural I, progression, yeah, a I human progression. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, a it human is. progression. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is natural for and human beings. It is an earthly progression. Yeah, it is the yeah. way that we handle things. Yeah. yeah, I think so. With the, I mean, we have you know the Catholics, and from the Catholics you have the Lutherans and the Presbyterians and the Protestants. You know, and we'll get into a little bit more. And with the Protestants, you have the Baptists and the the Methodists and the Nazarenes and within the Baptists you have the Baptists and the Anabaptists and the Primitive Baptists and you have the yeah, United yeah, all Methodists the and the Global Methodists now and even the Catholic Church yeah. had what's called the schism. Yeah. Uh, there was a there was a time when they when they split in the yeah. Eastern Orthodox Church those who followed a different orthodoxy yeah. in the East mm -hmm. um, would 
not play along with the way they wanted to reword one of the creeds. And mm-hmm. their their major schism was that the that the Holy Spirit um, it, it, it proceeds from the Father, mm-hmm. or the Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father and the Son, and they they could not agree on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a horrible thing. I mean, it, the, the Eastern Orthodox Church, as it existed, there's a moment when actually the the the, the, the Catholic Church, Mother Church, sent someone with a letter and laid it on mm-hmm. the altar at their church and left. And it basically said, hasta mañana, uh, mm-hmm. do your own thing if you want to, but you are no longer a part of what we have going yeah. on. And so I cannot imagine um, mm. what they went through in that moment. But those are the things... We call denomination builders. Yeah. I think we say in this conversation over and over again, that's a denomination builder. That's sure. a denomination builder. So was that God's plan? I think Jesus says very plainly what he has in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, my favorite piece of scripture is John 14 through 17, which is a lot of scripture. But at the end of John 17, he says... Uh, and I'll read it so I make it absolutely mm-hmm. right. Seventeen twenty through 21, he says, My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. He goes, and, and I've got John seventeen twenty three here. Yeah. And he goes on, I and them, you and me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Yeah. Um, and then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. I, I want to say something. We've talked before about how you can take scriptures, any scriptures, mm-hmm. uh, and pick some things out of it. Sure. But when, when you have so many scriptures, 1 Corinthians 1 10, 2 Corinthians 13 11, Philippians 2 uh, 2, 2 through 3, Ephesians 4 11 through 13. The John 17 scriptures, Psalm uh, 133, 1 says how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. Um, yep. Ephesians 4, 3, make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. When you find that many scriptures and many, many more that talk about the unity of God's people, it's hard to say that denominations are God's plan. Yeah. When he calls us to be in unity with the, or with each other and in love with each other, um, even uh, Philippians 2, 2 through 3, then make my joy compete, complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being in one spirit and of one mind, do nothing out of selfish, selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility value others above yourself. That may be taken a little out, but it's still, it still speaks to um, that we need to be in agreement with each other. Even we, you and I talked for a minute uh, a, a little bit ago, even if we disagree yeah. on some things, we're still the the one thing that draws us together is our unity in Christ. Yeah. Um, and I know you wanted to say something. No, no, I was just going to say agreement is an interesting way of thinking of it. When we look at the Acts two church, there's something that I think people get. Why are you going backwards from John to get to Acts, Todd? I don't know. Um, when we, when we, even when we look at the book of the original church, mm-hmm. there's something that gets said <clears throat> that um, that I think we get a little freaked out about, um, and that is uh, in Acts two we start talking about the church itself is born, um, and and in uh, Acts two forty two. Um, through on. It says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and to the fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe and many of uh, and, and many signs and miracles and, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. Mm-hmm. And I think 
Agreement is an is not what it, agreement and agreement. The major and the majors, minor and the minors. Right, we talked right, about. right, right. They had everything in common. Didn't mean people say, well, they they agreed on everything. Mm-hmm. Not no. not possible. Yeah. Not possible. If you have three humans, there's no way that they all three agree on everything. Mm-hmm. But they had everything in common. They they cared for each other. They. They, if I had a truck and you needed a truck, you got my truck. If I have gloves and you need gloves, you had gloves. If if we if if you were starving, you and I had food, you weren't starving anymore. They had everything in common, um, but they they agreed on the they agreed on the apostles' teachings. They agreed on the signs. They majored in the majors, if you will. I think where we get into the division to denominations I want to argue that there are times when divisions were necessary okay but I want to argue that it was a godly thing yeah. but now I'm interposing my opinion on what happened and the, the, just, the toughie is um, I'll give you an example Two examples, both of them to do with the Catholic Church. Okay. Because I, 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 th- I think I know where you're going with I this. Think, and I, wanna... I think example one. Yeah. The Catholic Church tells the Eastern Orthodox Church to get lost, to to separate. You are no longer a part of our communion. Although they were Catholic in every way, at that point, except for some of these things, the, the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. It, does it matter whether you think the Holy Spirit came was uh, uh, oh what's the word um, uh, uh, if you think the Holy Spirit came forth from the Father and I think that the Holy Spirit came forth from the Father and the Son does that make one or the other of them true no it is what it is it, it doesn't is what, it does not matter and, what and we think that's but where the me, problem comes in yeah. sometimes because we think we know better uh, and, and we think we've got it all figured out and, and we I, split I wanted, the church yeah we split the church based on an argument over mm-hmm. something that seemed that that seems that silly to us on the mm. other side. But what's happened since then is those two churches behave very differently on many mm. things. And the, the, their, their understanding of baptism, their understanding of communion, mm-hmm. their understanding of relationship of Jesus and Mary, the whole deal, once they split, it becomes easy to go, you know what, I never did like them guys anyway, and yeah. I think this and this and this, and they yeah. just now we're off on a we're off on a whole other trail. Yeah. So I'm going to argue that that might be a good example of fellas. You probably should have figured this thing and go on. But another, the next example is the the split of the pr- Protestant Church from go. the Catholic yeah. Church yep. when it originally happened. The Protestant portion where Martin Luther protests mm-hmm. some of the things that are going on and and I would argue that Martin Luther's original idea was not to split but just to say hey guys Here's this where, is getting this, this is getting could be weird. where we're yeah yeah this is getting weird you guys are doing some stuff that doesn't make any sense and it was nasty stuff yeah I mean, like exactly if, if you said here's the deal I know God didn't like it but this weekend we're going to have a party yeah and we're just going to get throw up drunk we're going to have prostitutes available for free to our guests. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be gambling. And if it gets ugly, we might just kill some people. Yeah. And you went to the church and said, look, I know that's going to happen before we even get there. Why don't I just pay you the penance for that before we even get to this weekend? Yeah. Then we're all good come Monday. Yeah, we're covered. They were doing that. That's exactly what happened. They were yeah. doing that. Now, there's a list of other things that they weren't, you know, very happy about that yeah. and that he wasn't happy about. But that's the big deal. He's like, dude, you can't sell sin. You can't. <laughs> we cannot be the place that you go to buy some sin. And and so we head down that trail. So in that case, I'm going to say, you raise the flag, 
and raise the flag and raise the flag and if they won't come away then that church is not progressing the the um the mission of jesus yeah. christ they're no longer progressing the mission of jesus christ does that say that the catholic church today is still doing that because no they had their own little reformation there comes a time yeah when you have to you know, there's a spiritual a word that we use, a discernment. There's a spiritual discernment that you have to have. A, a, a thing in your heart, a thing in your, your, your soul that says, wait a minute, this, this isn't right. I believe that's what Martin Luther was trying I think to that's do. that's what went down. And, and say, uh, look, here, here's some critical issues here that we're straying from what the scriptures are trying to tell us. And we're not getting it right, and it needs to be corrected. And I think a genuine thing like what he did about, I'm concerned about the church, I'm worried, and this is what I believe we need to do to correct it. And then for others to say, you know what, yeah, thanks, but no thanks, we're, we're doing it this way, because we're, we're making some Pretty money. good business. Yeah. <laughs> and... And, and that's where a lot of this comes from, um, for me. Going back to the scriptures, is it God's plan for us to be uh, having these titles and these divisions? I don't think so. No, I agree. Uh, were there times when it became necessary? I'm going to go to the extreme. You and I are both old enough that we remember this. Uh, there was a guy named Jim Jones, and hmm. um, he was pastoring... Uh, it came out of Illinois, or Indi or Indianapolis, uh, went to Lynn, Indiana, started a church, left in Lynn, Indiana, went out to California. I'm, I'm really simplifying sure. this story. Uh, started a temple out there, got into a little bit of trouble, went to Guyana, I believe yeah, it was, I I and right. um, got there and there was more trouble. Things were progressively going downhill. People left that. Um, people were left in San Francisco who did not believe in what was happening down in Guyana and uh, so therefore separated himself. Now I use that extreme to say there are times when it just has to happen uh, in order for things to be corrected. Was that the plan of God? No, I don't believe it was the plan. Uh, I believe the plan was for us to all live in unity, but there are times that it happens. Well, I'll give you an, an, a, a biblical example. We have the example of Paul, yeah, who was Saul. Mm -hmm. Was it's, Some people want to look at, at, at Saul of Tarsus and say he was a bad guy. He was not a bad guy. He was zealous for God. Yeah. He was doing what he thought was right. Um, but there came a point when Christ said, hey, yeah, why are you doing this to me? Mm -hmm. And I need you to follow me. And then we, we were introduced to him as Paul, who is now basically doing this, this denomination mm -hmm. thing. He's moving away from what the Jewish people are doing because they will not address what, mm -hmm. what, has, what God has laid out. They won't move to what God has laid out. So there does come a point. There absolutely does come a point. So here's here's the thought, or here, here's the question that I want to propose. There are times when it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. There are times when it's simply arrogance, I mm -hmm. think. Absolutely. How do you know the difference? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. how do you know the difference between... Uh, we've got Martin Luther, obviously... Uh, when he wrote the 95 Thesis, it was trying to get the Catholic Church to, to understand that, hey, there's some issues here. Um, and because that didn't happen in his mind, then we have the Protestant Church. Mm. Uh, within the Protestant Church, um, one of the people that you know is big for me is John Wesley. Um, he had some thoughts some things that he thought about um, and then from John Wesley you have uh, uh, some other the Wesleyans, the Methodists uh, the Nazarenes 
Um, so I think that there are some great things that happen. I, I don't even take John Wesley. He, he never left the Church of England. He wasn't meaning for it to be a denomination, but it became one. Uh, I think there are times when it just happens. I do think there are also times when it just becomes utter arrogance. You know, we, John Wesley never left the Anglican Church. Uh, he was an uh, Anglican pastor uh, to, Anglican to the church, day he yeah. died. Yeah. Um, he never left. No. Um, the Methodists became a thing because one of the reasons is because of the American Revolution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The, the Anglican Church, a.k.a. the Church of England, um, was obviously, you can't be in the United States who left England and have the Church of England. Church of England. So, yeah. um, but, uh, and he had many, many, me- Methodism was a part of his ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, in fact, Methodism is a way of making fun of the way that he did ministry. That it was a derogatory name for a while. Yeah, and it was the idea that he and his brother mm-hmm. followed his brother Charles, who you, you guys sing. If you sing hymns, you sing Charles Wesley. Mm-hmm. It's tons of his. But anyway, they had a way of following what today our church would call grace habits. Mm-hmm. Um, you read the Bible these days. You do these things um, to stay in lockstep with God. To stay right. to get they have they had um, what we would call accountability groups today. Mm-hmm. They had, you know you connected yourselves with each other to keep each other um, being honest about your faith and, and about your walk and the troubles you were having, the things you were going through. So it be, because they had a method in a way to do step one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, they started the people where he was going to school at Oxford began to make fun of them and call them Methodists mm-hmm. um, and that stuck for some reason it stuck right. um, with who they were but neither one of these guys though started off trying to create no, a new denomination no they were looking for a new denomination no, they just had no. a way of teaching that right. when the church split because of the revolution the Methodists that were left here the people who were following his way of doing things formed a church mm-hmm. um, and he did come and care for them and mm-hmm. love on them and help them to get through but he never left the Anglican church and right. went it was a, a governmental cost mm-hmm. to do this so as we talk about the different denominations I think the thing that for me the thing that's most important versus the things we get in trouble over is something we talked about a while back if, is the creeds as we talk about mm-hmm. what are the core beliefs mm-hmm. that this church will teach and I think where we get in trouble is when we divert from the core beliefs yes sir when we leave yep. a church or we split from a church because of something that isn't a core belief mm-hmm. we believe in God the Father we believe in Christ his son we believe in the Holy Spirit uh, you know, we we walk through those cre- that creed, mm-hmm. uh, the Nicene Creed, being the last one we can all agree on. Mm-hmm. But when we walk away from that, is when we get in trouble. Mm-hmm. If, if we if we take things, um, so I'll, I'll pick on. There's a denomination, and then there's a different religion. Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. walk away from the core beliefs, mm-hmm. you've made a different religion. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about our. Mormon brothers and sisters, the Latter-day Saints, okay? mm-hmm. which is an interesting thing because Mormonism has several denominations within Mormonism now. Mm-hmm. They've, they've said, well, you got, you split off, and so now they even got denominations. But the Latter-day Saints is the primary Mormon mm-hmm. denomination. When they start saying that Jesus is not the only Son of God, mm-hmm. that he is of the same substance as God this is where we get in trouble Yep. Uh, when we start talking about the Muslim faith you know, a lot of people are like Muslims and Christians are related oh yeah but uh, yeah. they're very much and the Muslims consider Christians and Jewish people to be people of the book we're following mm-hmm. Yahweh mm-hmm. they call Allah or God or whoever but mm-hmm. in other words we are cousins this is where we get in trouble is usually on this Jesus thing it's Jesus the only begotten Son of God, and is He the 
same substance as God. Mm -hmm. This is where we get in trouble. When we walk from the creeds, this is where we've made a whole new religion at this point. Um, That's different than... um, That's different than Catholic and Eastern Orthodox. Mm -hmm. It's not a different religion. It's the same God. In fact, it's the same rites. It's the same... Originally, it was. It's the same rites. You, you, you didn't need to do that. Um, so, anyway. No, I agree. Um, I think it's another problem that we get into is when we think we're so right about something yeah. um, that we don't take the time to either listen or understand. And I'm going to use myself for this. I have throughout my 40 plus years of um, being a Christian have attended different churches, fellowships, brotherhoods, denominations, uh, whatever, associations, whatever you want to call it. Um, I have attended, I think, four or five different ones. Um, I've attended an apostolic church. I have attended the Nazarene church. I've attended an independent church. I've attended the Methodist church. Um, And have, you know, learned about each one of those. The problem for me is when we start saying to each other, if you don't do this, if you don't do that, that if you don't have this, if you don't have that, um, then you're not one of us. Yeah. And I think the pot problem elevates when we say, if you don't do or don't have this or that, then you're not really saved. Um, when I don't find that, um, I don't find God telling us that at all. We, we talk often about the two commandments, the two greatest commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Man, if I'm talking to a, a, a apostolic, Pentecostal, Baptist, Catholic brother or sister, who just the love of God oozes out of it. I mean, they just love him with mm-hmm. all of their yeah. you're my brother or sister absolutely I love when you hear somebody say well he used to be he used to be a Catholic and now he's a Christian yeah what <laughs> what are you talking about you have no idea what you're talking about right it, the, the other thing is we are called to love our neighbor as ourselves. so my neighbor could be any one of another uh, of things in or out of the church. They could be Catholic, Protestant, they could be um, of a different political persuasion. Not Democrats, though. Yeah. <laughs> Can't possibly be a Democrat Christian. That's just oh not my even goodness. <laughs> I didn't say it. Go Cards and letters go yeah, to him. Yeah. You know uh, I know better than that. That'd... I know you do. Um, that's where. I just, I have a real problem with that, with somebody saying, well, you know, they're not part of the Nazarene church, so they're not. Uh, yeah. One of my well, favorite things, me. I will brag on our denomination. We're not, in case you don't know, we belong to the Nazarene church. Yeah. I will brag on our denomination about this. Um, one of my favorite things about the Nazarene denomination, and you might go back and watch, we do have a... Um, we have a podcast about what is a Nazarene. Um, but one of my favorite things about it is, is it says right in the Articles of Faith, we do not believe that we are the one true church. Mm-hmm. Yep. We are working together in communion with the body of Christ. Body of Christ. The, yep. the whole, all of y'all, all y'all, um, yep. as, as, as we advance and, and we stand on the creeds, you know, these, mm-hmm. if you're standing on the creeds with me, you're my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, as we look at what what are some of the minors, if you will, or some of and people consider them to be pretty major because yeah. they split away from yeah, the church. That's why they split, what are yeah. some of the things that we look at? So examples being, so like right after the Lutheran Church comes out, then this other Protestant church group comes out called uh, the Presbyterians, mm-hmm. 
and and really that just came down with John Knox. It it really came down to believing that the church not only wasn't run from a central office, yeah, but but was run by the elders in that church. Mm -hmm. Today we might call that um, a congregational church. Right, would be a way right. of thinking. But that's one of the big splits. Is look, you're not in my community. You're not dealing with my people. Mm -hmm. We're going to do things the way that we, this local church, want to do this. Um, but, but that becomes the Presbyterian. Yeah. The, pres the Presbyterian, yeah. right? Right. Um, the Presbyterian church. The Presbyterian church is also a part of this Reformed church concept, which then gets into they were following a, a theologian called John Calvin. Mm -hmm. And John Calvin's theology is very systematic it's very 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 systematic in Cut the way that dry, it was built out right yeah um but his belief was 100% of our salvation 100% of everything that is going on all of it is controlled and is a complete work of god um it is um it is all this complete work of god mm -hmm. um and and there's nothing that you can do that can save you or unsave you. It's mm -hmm. all God's choice. Mm -hmm. It is all the elect. It is all God's choice. Mm -hmm. The elect, and then also the the um, oh, why would the word come from me? Come to me. The um, the unelect. There's a word for it. it. Won't come to me. Probably not supposed to. But those who are doomed to hell mm -hmm. from the time of creation. Mm -hmm. um, God intended that people. There are people who would be doomed to to mm -hmm. hell. Um, Calvin wouldn't say it quite in those ways. He would say those who aren't elect, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because they would just never come to God because they were not created to, to come, come to God. To, yeah, they're just like part of the scenery, uh, if you will. So that was a way of thinking. So the Presbyterians also are Calvinists, and they believe in this idea. Um, local control mm -hmm. um, so in that same time there was a man by the name of Je Jacobus Arminius so Arminians yeah. um, as a theology it wasn't the popular way to go at that time but his his concept was that you could walk away from God mm -hmm. you could have had your salvation and then choose to walk away I think we think of as a, as the Nazarene Church being a Methodist cousin. We are uh, Wesleyan Arminians. Mm -hmm. uh, we believe you can walk away, but it's a very hard thing to do. Mm -hmm. But it all comes around Jesus' concept of blaspheming the Holy Spirit. Walking away. If you choose to walk away from the Spirit and go your own way and curse it, then that's on you, man. Mm -hmm. You can do that. So we walk into all of those different things. I mean, John Smith, who starts baptism, uh, or bap the Baptist right. um, uh, denomination. And all of that comes around baptism. Yeah, and, and it was all focused on whether it, that baptism needed to be by immersion. Yep. And that became a very strong point. For them, and it needed to be a believer's baptism. Yes, it had to be an adult. You had to yes. be old enough to confess Somebody, belief, right, in Jesus Christ. Not, not christening. Not, not and we're not baptizing baptism. babies, right? But right. here's the toughie for me about that. They started killing each other over this thing. Yeah, and that's the bad part about this. I mean, it was one of the things I we was think denomination, denomination. Phenomena. Who cares, yeah. right? Big no, deal. No, no. This, this these people brought about killing war. each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this is. It's very serious how people take their belief. Yeah. Um, one of the other things that happened. And I'm going to go ahead and walk into this, and and I'm somebody who's been to an apostolic church, um, and I won't get into my personal belief, but. One of the things that they talk about is that if you're, you're not truly saved unless you have the gift of tongues. Yeah, um, yeah that, and, and that's a that's that's something that I mean, and they they'll they'll live and die on that hill, um, yeah. and that's that's what they are. That 
that's who they are. That's what they believe. Yeah. And that it's okay if they need to believe that. Yeah. Um, for me, um, I will get into my personal belief. For me, uh, although I do believe in the fullness of the gospel, and there's mm-hmm. another mm-hmm. denomination, mm-hmm. Uh, the full gospel yeah. uh, church. Uh, I do believe in the full gospel. I do believe in the gifts and the, and the fruits of the Spirit. I don't believe you can build um, somebody's salvation on just that one fact. Yeah. Um, but that's why I go to a Nazarene church. Yeah. <laughs> not, not a Pentecostal church. Well, okay, so. But I love, before anybody gets upset, I love my Pentecostal, apostolic, full gospel brothers and sisters. My, uh, one of the churches I went to was a church called Agape. And Agape was basically a full gospel church. Loved that church. Loved the people. Went there many years. Um, when they say, help me understand. Okay. When they say they're full gospel, do they think I'm half gospel or yeah. quarter gospel <laughs> or three quarters gospel? I, I, what are they talking about? I don't about? know. I really don't know on that. Uh, I, can't, I can't answer that. I know that. If you um, know it, let me know. Yeah. I know <laughs> what is that. It? Full gospel. Um, the, the church itself, what they would say is that we believe in the fullness of the gospel. Now, I will say that there are denominations, mainstream, mainline mm-hmm. denominations, who do not believe that those uh, certain gifts are part of who we are as Christians today. Um, I, I'm going to have to say I have a, a, a problem with that. I guess I'm on the fence here. I have a problem with that. I don't see how it how it can be so easy to pick. Um, well, I, I want wisdom, and I, I'd love to have discernment. I think that's cool. That's great. Um, and I'd love I'd, gift of prophecy. Yeah, that'd be yeah. That's that's awesome. Uh, tongues. Now let's leave that one out. It's yeah. it's not like a buffet where you pick and choose. You know what you want at any particular moment. How about it's not a buffet? You don't pick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, the, that then that's the final There's point. There's the problem right yeah, there. Here's your problem right there. Some, you don't pick. No, some will have certain gifts, some will not. It's, it's not, very hard to have this conversation it without is. sticking your belief in there. Yeah, it is. It's it, very hard. That's why I said, well, I guess I am going to talk about yeah, my it's, belief. You can't hardly yeah. have this conversation yeah. without sticking your belief in there. Yeah. You, when you talk about baptism. And, and, and here, let me start about, a denomination. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's difficult for us to talk about this without sticking our personal belief in there. I think it's very easy to, so I'm going to split from you. Okay. <laughs> Here's because the problem. Your witness has did, has betrayed you. You were unable to do it, brother. Uh, yeah, the, the witness of your existence betrayed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, 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 I don't, I don't begrudge people having church the way they want to have church. I, I think if that's we a great follow point, the course, If we follow the course, I believe in God the Father. I believe in Christ the Son. I mean, you, you walk the walk, you know? Right. And if you, if, I think, um, there's a couple of ways of looking at it. For me, there's, there's, um, there's Cincinnati Reds fans. Exactly. Okay. And then there's Pittsburgh Pirates fans. And don't forget my cubbies, man. Yeah, well, don't forget your cubbies. There are different ways of behavior. If you yeah. if you ever go to a Colts game, Colts fans wear they come in their jerseys. Yeah. It's been proven the Colt. If you go to a Colts game, there are more people in the team jersey at a Colts game than any mm-hmm. other team. Mm-hmm. But they are they are stand when you're supposed to stand up, shout when you're supposed to shout, sit when you're supposed to sit. A way of behaving. Yeah. There's a way that Colts fans behave. Now go to a Pittsburgh, I'll give you Cleveland. Go yeah. to a Cleveland game. Go sit in the dog pound. It's a whole other deal. It's a different It's yeah, a whole other deal. And that's world. their thing, right? So I don't begrudge the fact that from a denomination yeah. perspective, there's Cleveland fans, there's Pittsburgh fans, there's Colts fans, there's Miami fans. There's different ways of expressing the spirit. That's it's just when you look segue. at me and say, I don't agree 
with with Jesus being the Son of God. Okay, now we're in trouble. That's that's a great segue into can God use these different denominations mm. to accomplish His purpose? Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. I I I do it in a thing like um, say there's on every street corner there's just one fast food joint. Yeah. And in this fast food joint, they serve a hamburger, a hot dog, and a chicken nugget. And that's it. Mm -hmm. It would be very, very boring if you went and you wanted to go out to eat and you knew that when you went out to eat, the only thing you're going to have is either a hamburger, a hot dog, or a chicken nugget. Yeah. It's much better because it needs to fit us at any given moment. It would be better to be able to go to a place that has those three or a place that has tacos and burritos or a place that has um, stir fry rice and egg rolls and maybe sushi. I love the fact that we can go different places. And I think just like those different places nourish us where we're at in whatever particular taste we might have the same thing with these denominations we may not be there may be people out there and obviously there are who who may not feel at home in the nazarene church yeah. but they may feel very at home in the baptist church yeah. They may like the, the, the music and the excitement of the uh, um, apostolic mm-hmm. or uh, what's the it starts with a P. Um, Pentecostal. Pentecostal mm-hmm. church. That may, that may be very appealing to them and bless them. The thing, like you said, is that it's the core beliefs. I call them the non-negotiables. Right, the non-negotiables. Those things that will or will not make you or break you as a believer in in God, uh, a believer in the Holy Scripture, a believer in Jesus Christ, a believer uh, in in the, the creed. Yeah. So that's where you and me would differ from denomination builders very mm-hmm. often. So I'll give you an example. Okay. Baptism. Mm-hmm. There are people who believe, there are denominations that teach, that unless you were immersed, yes. you weren't baptized. And right. if you weren't baptized, you are not saved. Right. If you declare Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you asked him to remember you when he came into his kingdom, mm-hmm. but you weren't baptized, mm-hmm. you're out of love. See, but that we do agree on that because we've talked about the theme. No, I'm not saying you and I disagree. I'm yeah. saying it is. No, we agree. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is, is that there are denominations. Oh yeah, that, sure. There, there are. are denominations that are built yeah. on telling you that you're wrong, mm-hmm. and not only telling you that you're wrong, but saying they can determine that you're going to go to hell mm-hmm. because you did not, uh, you don't agree, or you did not get immersed, or. Mm-hmm. I had somebody say, were you baptized in the name of, the, of Jesus Christ or were you baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit? And like as if that in some way yeah, would say, and somebody man. disagrees with me, it's okay. I don't, this is the difference between me and that person. I don't, I'm not going to argue with them about that. Right. I'm not going to argue with them about that. It's just sad to me that they've determined that that's the way they do it. And if you don't do it that way, you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go slow your roll, brother. You don't. You're not gonna be at my meeting, and, right. and and I'm not gonna be at your meeting. And here's the difference, maybe. I really, really, really hope you make your meeting. Mm-hmm. I really, really hope that we're standing in that mm-hmm. great cloud of witness when Jesus comes back and yes, there sir. is a new earth, and we're here together with Him. Yeah. I really, really hope that you're with me. Yeah. Um, and and the, so we kind of get into that. For me, the denomination builders who built those denominations very often felt like without this thing, we're not okay. And again, we go back to the Martin Luther thing. Do I agree with Martin Luther? Hey, if we keep selling sins, 
we're gonna go, we're gonna be in hell. Yeah. That's a pretty defensible position. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I can't sell you a party where you're gonna have prostitutes and drinking and and gambling yeah. tonight ahead of time. Uh, if it's a whoopsie, you know, maybe come into confession to your brother or sister. And we're gonna move through this, but I'm yeah. with you. I'm, I'm good. But baptism. Yeah. How you do it? The words, the magic words you say. Do you have to be baptized to get to heaven? If you weren't baptized, are you going to get to heaven? When we start saying things without nuance and recognizing that there is nuance, then we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know my feeling about baptism. I feel like, mm-hmm. yes, you, sh- you might be in trouble if you didn't get baptized, if you had opportunity to get baptized. And you said, nah, I'm good. Because Jesus said to do it. Mm-hmm. And then you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of tough, you know. Like Jesus didn't say a whole lot of things you had to do, but he said, Repent and be baptized. He said, yes. um, go into the world, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the, uh, making disciples of, of mm-hmm. all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He said to do it. If you could do it and you didn't do it, now we got a problem. But that's on you, babe. Yeah. I'm still not going to argue with you about it. Communion. Again, one of the things about the Nazarene Church that I like is it gives mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. In the in the things that are not the majors, mm-hmm. like there are Nazarene churches that have communion four times a year. There are Nazarene churches like ours that have it every Sunday. Right there, but um, but to split a church over it, yeah. Well, we believe transconfiguration, transubstantiation. They believe mm. the Catholic Church teaches that when they put that wafer on your tongue, it becomes the blood of Jesus Christ, or mm-hmm. the flesh of Jesus Christ. When they impart that wine to you, it becomes the actual blood of Jesus Christ. I ain't gonna argue that point. Yeah. Okay, dude. Okay, fine. Fine. And well, the, equally, they, they look at me and go, so you think it's just like it's a symbol? God, Jesus said it is my body, and you just think it's a symbol of his body? Yeah. Okay, dude. But let's not argue about that. Let's not split over that. Let's not condemn each other over that. There are so many things that we as churches split over. I I can think of a a city that I used to live in where a church split. um, And it was simply because... And this is going to be this is going to be a bit sticky, especially today. Um, but they split because uh, it became an issue that they would possibly have a woman pastor. Yeah. And they said, "There's no way." And if we're forced to have a woman pastor, then we, this many people, are leaving, mm-hmm. and we'll go form our own church and man tell me tell me where that that needs to be an issue well uh, I, I, I know what yeah, you were going, going to I'm say going to tell you the scripture that says that yeah. uh, if you interpret it a certain way and you right. know I don't interpret it that way I know. but there is scripture that says that and so but and I don't either I, I don't I, I don't but know. I but I I guess if you if you you can find anything. You can. You any reason. You can find any reason to split a church. You can. My question is, when you split, when you go to another church, mm-hmm. we live, we live in Muncie, Indiana. You can't swing a cat without hitting a church. Um, so if you want to go to another church, please don't start another church. Yeah. <laughs> There's a church here. There's a church here that will yeah. accommodate your need. Right. But that's my opinion. Um, others may vary. But if you're going to go to another church, just do this for me. Be useful in the kingdom of Christ at that church. Exactly. Feed the poor. Clothe the naked. Visit the sick and imprisoned. Mm-hmm. Love on people. Be a force for Christ at that church. If you can't do that here, go. I love you. I want you to pr- right. I want you to go where you can. But what people do so often when they leave for another church, 
and this is kind of off the topic, but something that happens a lot of times when people go to another denomination or another church. They go to another denomination, so they escape the church they were in mm-hmm. because they come to a point where they just don't feel like they can give what they've been giving or do what they've been doing anymore, and they feel like the answer is to escape and just go sit in the pew for a while. I just want to go sit in the pew for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be involved. I don't want to I don't want to help with communion. I don't want to help with the kids in the in the kids area. I, I don't yeah. want to teach a class anymore. I don't want to be in hospitality anymore. I don't I don't want to be the body of Christ. I want to just go sit. I want to be a fan. Mm-hmm. I want to go watch the ball game. I don't want to be in the in ball, ball game, game. Yeah. anymore. Yeah. I'm tired, man. I want to just go. You know, I think sometimes it could be solved if they would just look at the pastor and go, Pastor, here's the thing. I need to take a sabbatical. Sure. But you don't have a job here. Yeah, but look at what I'm doing. I've been doing a lot of stuff, and I need to take the summer off. Or, yeah. hey, look, here's the deal. I need to take – there's not a lot of stuff going on in the summer at the church, so I'm going to take the summer Mm-hmm. I'm not going to teach my class. I'm not going to be in hospitality. I'm not going to run the kitchen. I'm not going to love on the babies. I'm not going to do whatever that is. Go take a break. Don't leave the church. That, But if you can't feel like that church is your communion, that you mm-hmm. are in communion with each other and loving brothers and sisters who are advancing the kingdom yeah. of heaven, go, baby. Yeah. Go find another place. You don't need to start a new one. I want to add something to that, too. And just because somebody may leave your particular church Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you have to be enemies all of a sudden. No! They're still part of the body of Christ. They're still a part of the body. They're They're still a church. Yeah, there's still people who love Jesus. Um, They just need to be someplace else for now. That doesn't mean you got to lose them as friends and be enemies and have disagreements you know and well they did that doesn't it doesn't mean that and just because you leave doesn't mean you have to start ignoring the people that you once loved exactly. and spent time with in Christ exactly. look at them in the face and, and hey dude let's go get donuts yeah there I go to breakfast every Wednesday morning with four guys two of them used to go to church with me and they go to yeah. church somewhere else now yeah and I don't talk to them when reading just me and Ted we're the only ones that talk to each other now <laughs> They, if they can be productive in the body of Christ, that's what I care about. And you can expand that out um, to other denominations. Whatever denomination, brotherhood, fellowship, assembly that you may be going to, doesn't mean that the others are your enemies. No. Remember Pastor Tim coming and talking to us about being in the mission field? Yes. His family he was raised as yes, a missionary. I do. He was raised with a family who was a missionary. And he said he didn't remember a lot because he was a, 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 a child or a teenager. So mm-hmm. he was more concerned with other stuff than exactly what they were doing. But he did note when it was time to do something big, the Baptists, the Catholics, the Eastern Orthodox, the Methodists, the Nazarenes, they all got together and did it together. Yeah. Do you remember what he said with that? He said, because if you don't do it together, you can't survive. Exactly. Those words impacted me. That's the thing about this working in the kingdom of God. Yeah. If we don't do it together, we will not survive. Right. And I I think that that was awesome what he said with that. That's one of the things during that particular time that really hit me. I think driving it home kind of a caps and capitalizing all of it there's a reason for denomination there's a reason for there are reasons for denominations mm-hmm. there are hard reasons like you guys are selling sins at the sin store mm-hmm. that says I gotta go mm-hmm. there are soft reasons like um, there are softer reasons I mm-hmm. guess like you're baptizing by sprinkling or pouring, and, and mm-hmm. I can't cope with that. Or you're going to have women as pastors. I can't cope with that. Mm-hmm. I can't concentrate on Jesus Christ and see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but there are reasons for those denominations, and I think God, 
this is a, an actual application of God can use all things to work together exactly for His purposes. Yep. So if you have what is it? Um, somebody was telling me when they were growing up that their grandpa said to them one time, "Use the problem." Mm. What do you mean? Use the problem. Well, Grandpa, what I'm telling you is this bad. This thing went horrible. He goes, "Look at it." Use it. How can you use that hmm. bad result to make something happen? Use the problem. Um, I think as we talk about denominations, I you know, are there things I disagree with the Nazarene Church about? Yes, there are. Mm-hmm. I said that out loud. There are things that I disagree with. But what you need to do, there will be no denomination you ever go to. You will never go to a denomination that you agree with every single thing. There's, there's a study that says that the average person who goes to church on a Sunday morning will pass by five different churches to get to their church. Oh, yeah. and, and <laughs> My son counted them for us one time. And went, Dad, we passed 24 churches yeah. before we got here. Because he didn't but, want to get up so early in the morning. But it begs to the, the point that, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it adds to that point. Yeah. Yes, there, there are churches that you can find something wrong with every one of them yeah, there are churches that you can find that you it's something right with every one of them but can you be an active part contributing member of yep. the body of christ yep. where you're at yep. this is my question yeah and if you aren't and that's the important and if you aren't being and you want to go to a different place and not be there as well mm-hmm. the problem is you bubbler yeah this is not the problem of the church if you will sew yourself in then suddenly Molly who you don't care for is someone you will notice taking care of the babies and loving mm-hmm. on them and see that mm-hmm. and suddenly Joe who you can't deal with and you think he's jerk is mowing your yard every week and making sure that the roof doesn't leak well he doesn't he doesn't understand the Bible like I do that's not his gift baby mm-hmm Put your shoulder against his and work for the body of Christ. And and all this, I mean, I went through a list of them. baptism, communion, congregational or yep. episcopal, once saved, always saved, what day's the Sabbath, the power of, of revelation. One of the things that people get upset with the Catholic Church about is they believe that the Pope can sit in the magic chair and tell you what God thinks. It ain't that simple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even to him, he doesn't think that. Yeah. But that's what we say. Uh, biblical or scriptural power, which is the revelation more powerful than the Bible. Um, speaking in tongues, miracles. Some people don't believe miracles happen, even yeah. now, ever. Sanctification, baptism of the Holy Spirit, gifts of the Spirit, saints. Can you venerate saints? Do we do we talk to Mary because we want her to go talk to Jesus, or can't we just talk to Jesus herself? And all those things separate us. Mm-hmm. But Really, I think the separation is, can you be involved in the work of the kingdom? Mm-hmm. That's what Jesus was doing with people was, hey, hey, let's go. Yeah. Let's go love on people. Yeah, but when's church? <laughs> Are you doing that on Saturday or Sunday? Yeah. We'll do that. Do you sing hell a hymnal? Oh, or come do you on. sing something up off the board on in the front? Do you have drums in your room? I cannot tolerate that. That is against yeah. Jesus. Come on, brother. <laughs> if you can't tolerate the drums, that's cool. I'm good yeah. with that. You probably need to go somewhere else because yeah. we're gonna have some drums. Yep. And if you do, when you get there, can you advance the kingdom of Christ? Yeah. Love on people. Hug them. Care about them. I think we beat this horse till it can't be beaten no more. I think we have. Until next week when we think of six more things that yeah. go with this, right? Right. We'll put that all together. But Guys, thank you for joining thank us. Thank you. Um, let us know what you think. I mean, we can be flip about some things that you maybe think are important um, and, and maybe are because we've been wrong. I think I've been wrong three times this year already. Um, yeah. But I'm going to try not to be wrong anymore. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. If you like this and you want to know when we're doing it, again, hit subscribe or follow, depending on which one. If you liked it, hit like. 
um, all the formats have like, and that at least lets us know. Uh, and comment if you would. Love you. Have a great rest of your week. Take care. Bye-bye.